0: blog talk
1: radio join us for the wellness journey live with Linus Woods Mullins our program will show you the fun and simplicity of wellness for women over 40 and all the people who love them you can achieve total wellness through holistic practices nutrition fitness and spiritual renewal join us weekly as we talk to the experts in the field of total wellness for your mind body and spirit Here's Lenis. Well, hello. Boy, it has been a while since I've had a chance to be live on Block Talk Radio. It is wonderful to be here with you today. This is Lenis from Praise Works, Health and Wellness and Wellness Woman 40 and Beyond eMagazine. And let me tell you, I have been on such a journey with this show. Uh, we've been on other networks. Uh, we are on about six or seven networks, and I decided to return to Blog Talk because I just missed being live, and it's so wonderful. To Get a chance to talk with you live And as we continue on this journey With the wellness journey I'm going to be you know, broadcasting my telephone number So you can call in with questions Because I know there's a lot of you out there That have questions about some of the topics That we're going to be covering Do you know that today And it happens to be June 7th The year 2016 I don't know when you'll be listening to this But for those of you uh, who are listening live right now And I know we've got some live people out there Uh, It was six years ago today that I launched this show on Voice America Radio. Since that time, I have done over 1,500 shows and have interviewed over 1,200 experts in the field of mind, body, spirit, wellness. The numbers just blew me away when I checked them this morning. Those are the ones that I could count. I had to go back to... uh, 2009 (laughs) and most of those shows are still out there but just an amazing amount of information has been exchanged on this show and I want to keep doing it in fact I want to tell you another way that you can find out more about wellness I have another show called wellness woman and that is a show about women for women by women and the people who love them in terms of our stories Testimonies of women who have gone through some kind of transformation in their lives, in their careers, in their wellness. And they have decided to go ahead and pursue what really drives them, to pursue those things that are really near and dear to their heart. And all of their stories and testimonies are not only inspiring, but they also give you a lot of motivation in terms of taking a look at yourself and what it is that maybe you might need to do to pursue your overall wellness you know i started this year with the idea of setting an intent instead of just having goals and objectives that i have on a quarterly basis on a yearly basis i've an intent and the intent for my life uh, that i've set is to have a media empire that provides information to millions of women about how to stay well In their mind, body, and spirit, through radio, television, cable, and print media—my magazine in particular—all done virtuals. When I say print media, I really mean my magazine because I'm trying not to. I don't want to. I want to stay green. That's my intent. What's yours? I have mine on the wall. I look at it every day, and there's something about looking at it, touching it, and feeling it, and uh, being—you know—visual with the things that you want to achieve in your life that really kind of solidifies it in your mind. In fact, uh, next week I believe we're going to have with us uh, Mae McCarthy. I'm going to play an interview for her that I did. I have several interviews that I've done that I'm going to be sharing with you on the Blog Talk Radio Network uh, that I think are really important for you to hear. So some of these are tape interviews. But I really want to make sure that you get some of these wonderful interviews that I've done over the last few months while I was away from Blog Talk Radio uh, to kind of give you an idea of just the fascinating topics that are out there. There's so much that you can do to pursue your wellness. You have so much control over what's going on in your life. You may not have control over individuals, but you certainly have control over your choices. And one of the things we're going to talk about today is that whole conundrum over diabetes. You know, I get really sad when I hear about people who have type 2 diabetes and they die from complications of type 2 diabetes. No one should ever die from complications from type 2 diabetes because if you have type 2 diabetes, it's all about your lifestyle. You can survive it and thrive in spite of it and get rid of it if you change your lifestyle, and today I have uh, a fantastic interview I did with Ramona Fasula, who is a, a certified holistic coach and nutritionist, and she has a personal story. Her father had type 2 diabetes and unfortunately passed away as a result of that and there's so many things that she learned in fact, she basically changed her whole life and went back to school and became a certified holistic coach and nutritionist as a result of the experience she had with her dad. And just recently, there was a very popular celebrity, a DJ out of Texas uh, that passed away from complications of type 2 diabetes, and he was my age, about 56, 57 years old? Uh, I'm 59 now, but, you know, in the late 50s. And it definitely could have been prevented through lifestyle changes. Now, I don't know his whole story and what the complications were, but there are plenty of doctors Uh, integrative doctors especially, holistic doctors, naturopaths, um, wellness professionals that will tell you that you can uh, live and thrive after having been diagnosed with um, type 2 diabetes. You don't have to stay on insulin for your whole life. There are things that you can do to get you off that insulin, but you first have to commit to making that lifestyle change. You have to set that intent that you're going to change your way of living, so that you can live a really full life. And that's what Ramona is going to be talking about, uh, um, t- talking about in this interview. Take a listen. I'll be back in just a moment. I hope you enjoy the interview. This is Ramona Fasula. She's a certified holistic coach and nutritionist, and she's going to be talking about how you can live well, even after being diagnosed with diabetes. Hi, this is Linus Woods Mullins with PraiseWorks Health and Wellness and Wellness Woman Sporting and Beyond e-Magazine. Welcome to another edition of Wellness Journey, the podcast series. I'm always excited to be with you, always excited to bring to you some of the top experts and thought provokers, let's say, of uh, what's going on in the world of wellness. You know, the last few weeks have been pretty poignant for me. I don't know about you, but I would imagine so with the loss of uh, Maurice White uh, from um, complications of MS and uh, Prince with complications of maybe pain medication. We're not quite sure what happened. But, boy, I am really well aware of my mortality. Um, Maurice White was a little older than I was. I think he was close to 70. But Prince, we're right there. I mean, Prince was what? uh, I don't even know if he was 57 yet. And here I am, soon to be 59. And you begin to start thinking about, okay, what is it that I need to do to keep myself from being a statistic? And you'd be amazed. There's a lot of things that you could do. And I really want to ask you to start sharing this show with people because I'm going to be having some really important topics on this show that I think are going to enhance lives and hopefully save lives because I believe that information is power. And whether we're talking about spiritual wellness, emotional wellness, physical wellness, whatever it is, it's all part of that continuum that allows you to live a healthy life. It's important, folks. Let's don't discount our health emotionally, physically, spiritually. It is important, and there are things you can do right now, today, to get healthy and to stay healthy. Today I have with me Ramona uh, Fusula. I hope uh, I'm think I have Fusula. it right. It's a, it's, a joke it's a joke we have. I have this mental block. I want to name her something else. But she's a dear friend and a renowned expert in the field of nutrition and holistic health. And she's here with us today because she just got through writing a, a great ebook. I read it yesterday. Lots of great information. And she's kind of go, going to go over some of that information. It's Living Well with Diabetes. Now, some people might think that's an oxymoron. How could you possibly live well if you have diabetes? But well, Ramona's going to tell you how that can happen. You can live well with diabetes. You don't have to die from complications of diabetes, and you don't have to suffer, but you do have to educate yourself. So, Ramona, welcome to the thank Wellness Institute. Thank you. Journey. So it's a pleasure so
0: here. Thank you. It's always a pleasure, Lena. Always a pleasure.
1: Well, let's just get right down to it because I want people to get the down and dirty. Let's talk about some very basics right now because we assume that people know these things, but a lot of times they don't. First of all, what is diabetes?
0: Well, what is diabetes? Oh, I, I you know, every time I talk about diabetes when it it just it hits home for me because my dad had passed away from complications of diabetes in two thousand one, and. Mm-hmm. People don't pass away from diabetes. They pass away from the complications that go along with it. Um, it's real and it's scary. And, um, you know, I'm here to explain exactly what it is, like you mentioned, and, and really teach people how to live well with it. But a lot of people don't realize with diabetes, it's, it's the fat in the diet that's the problem. So a lot of people think that sugar causes diabetes, sugar aggravates diabetes. What causes it is the saturated fat in the diet. So we have cells, right, and Mm -hmm. the glucose has to get into the cells. But when we're eating a diet that's very high in saturated fat, it plugs up the cells and essentially it prevents the the glucose from getting in. So when we take the saturated fat out of the diet, there's a Mm -hmm. chance that that condition can be reversed. And in fact, when this, I actually spoke to a woman yesterday, um, God bless her, she said, went to the doctors and she said that she was diagnosed with, with type 2 diabetes and went back to the doctor and it's gone. You know, the doctor wow. said, You have no traces of diabetes in your system at all. He said, I do not believe that you need to be on medication. And that was it. She said, "I managed it so well through diet, nutrition, exercise that I don't have to, you know, I don't have to deal with with worrying about complications that could arise from that because it's gone. And this is not something that it's not a rarity, Linus. I have talked to a lot of people that have reversed their condition through, you know, giving your body the right nutrition. It's amazing. Yet people think." oh, I'm on insulin, I'm going to be on insulin for the rest of my life, there is hope. There is hope out there. We can absolutely reverse it.
1: And that's interesting because it sounds, for those people who may not be aware of it, that sounds almost too good to be true in terms of the fact that someone can really reverse diabetes because so many people take diabetes as being a um, a death sentence or something that you can never change and that you just have to learn to live with it but what i hear you saying is that there's always a possibility that you can reverse type 2 diabetes now i know there's a difference in, but i don't want to make the assumption that our listeners know the difference
0: what is the difference between type 2 and type 1 diabetes type 2 is a lifestyle disease type 1 you're you're you know you get it when you're when you're young and your bodies can't produce enough insulin so that's not a lifestyle. Type one is not a lifestyle disease. Type two is a lifestyle disease. And if you think about it, look at look at the standard American diet. It's it's loaded with things that are that that lead to diabetes. You have the saturated fat and the cholesterol and the sugar and all kinds of, of stuff that people can't even pronounce. How could it be good for you if you don't even know what it is and you can't even pronounce it? It's terrible. Exactly. Exactly.: And I,
1: I think something else that people uh, need to understand about uh, type 2 diabetes. Um, I'm glad that you mentioned that it's a lifestyle and um, disease, which means that you know how you choose to have a lifestyle where you buy your nicest car and live in the best neighborhood and go to the best schools? Well, you can make that lifestyle choice to make the changes in your eating habits and your exercise habits and other things that might impact whether or not you have diabetes. It truly is a choice. And let's take a look at some of those choices. I know we talked a little bit about the FAD diet, but I want to get a little bit more specific. You mentioned something that I really, I think I might have known but forgotten, and that's how important the role of fat plays in um, um, having diabetes. Now, there's two different kinds of fat, and I want you to explain what the good fat is and what the bad fat is and which one uh, contributes to uh, having
0: diabetes. Okay. Well, saturated fat comes from animal products, so meats, uh, cheeses, dairy. Those those contain saturated fat. Your good fats are your mono unsaturated fats. So. Things like avocados. Um, avocados are great for for diabetics. Um, things like olive oil. Olive oil is amazing. I love love olive oil. But those are good fats that we should be incorporating into our diet. You want to stay away from the from the saturated fats, the animal products, the the dairy. Dairy dairy is very mucus forming. Um, not good, very inflammatory as well. The, more, the less animal products that you consume, the better off you are. You know, and, I, and I'm a vegetarian. Well, I would say more like a pescatarian. I, I do eat fish, but I really try to focus more on my, on my whole grains and on my, my vegetables as well. But you know what, Linus? It's not as difficult as people think it is. I always tell people, I don't, I don't force clients, you know, people that I work with not to eat meat. I say, just try it. Try it for a week and just see how your, your body reacts to it. And I get so many times, I have so much more energy. When you're eating meat, it's very taxing on the digestive system. They say it takes seven months to fully digest meat. Mm. Now, if you look at an animal's digestive system, it's up and down. And that's it. If you look at us, you know, it, it's twisting and turning. And in seven months, think of all the bacteria in your system that's just there. Mm-hmm. And that's why a lot of people get colon cancer. You know, yes. so I, I recommend, yeah, I, I recommend do a, do a, do a test. Go for a week, or even go for three days, and see how you feel. and And the results are astounding. People have so much more energy; they feel a lot lighter. Eating meat is is very heavy, and then of course you have all the saturated fat that that goes along with it, and the hormones. There's so many things in it that are just not good for us. But diabetics, especially, they have to stay away from the saturated fat. They really do.
1: that's interesting because um, so much of our American diet is, or your, the sad as they call it the sad diet is consumed mm-hmm. with that. but we can substitute some of those fat things. You mentioned some things already the olive oil, um, olive oil and avocado oil and some other kinds of oils that are positive. Now let's talk a little bit about the sweets and what that does, and why sugar in particular is not good for
0: you just in general. Sugar is the enemy, and I tell everybody this and I actually wrote a wrote a book understanding sugar and its effects on the body. but sugar is so inflammatory, it damages your DNA, and the thing is it's it's so addictive. the more you eat it, the more you want of it it's just so so dangerous it actually complications from that arise from consuming a lot a lot of sugar actually kills more people than cigarette smoking. And a lot of people don't realize that. I feel like it's like the silent, silent killer because people mm. really, don't, they really don't talk about it. They really don't talk about things like that. But, but I always tell people, you know, if you have a sugar addiction, work with somebody. Work with a health coach. Work with a nutritionist. Work with somebody to help you get over that because it's just so dangerous. So now, very, very dangerous.
1: Now, what are some of the complications
0: that can surface when you have diabetes? Oh, my goodness. It, the, the list is just tremendous. Um, it can cause heart disease. Heart disease and diabetes usually go hand in hand. Um, the thing is, when you're not regulating your blood sugar levels and there's, there's constant spikes in the blood sugar level, it causes tears in the arteries, which could lead to a heart attack. So you have cardiovascular issues that could arise, kidney diseases as well. Um, small blood vessels in, in the kidneys get damaged, uh, which could eventually lead to kidney failure. My father, he was a dialysis patient, um, and it just it was just heartbreaking. He had literally every single complication that could have possibly arisen from his condition he had nerve damage he had um retinopathy with his eyes Mm -hmm. he had to have cataracts removed um they even say that um alzheimer's disease they're calling alzheimer's disease type 3 diabetes so that's another complication that could arise from Mm -hmm. it as well The, the, the 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 poorer you manage your blood sugar levels, the greater your risk for Alzheimer's disease. It's just, it's just really scary. Skin conditions, hearing impairment, these are just some of the things that could um, that could arise from from diabetes. So I, I tell everyone, Linus, you have to protect your your blood sugar levels every day. Mm-hmm. Do not skip meals. That's a huge thing. Harvard actually did a study on women who skip breakfast and it actually increases your chances of developing type two diabetes by about twenty five percent. That's really scary. Some people just aren't breakfast people. But I say no, you have to eat breakfast. You have to figure out a way somehow to to you know, to get that breakfast in. And again it's not as hard as people think it is. Everyone thinks that being healthy and developing that healthy lifestyle is so difficult, but it's not. I have a client who, for, by the fourth session, she lost 10 pounds already. Mm-hmm. And she said to me, she said, it's so easy. She said, everything that you're telling me to do, I'm just incorporating it into my everyday life. I have to eat, right? But I'm making smarter choices. So it's, it's not as hard as people think it is. It's really not. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I was just thinking, I was reading your book, and there's something that I thought about just now that might be helpful to people. Um, We we know about the exercise, and we know what we're not supposed to eat, but sometimes it's just so difficult because we go to the kitchen cabinet, and all this stuff from the sad diet, the standard American diet, is staring us in the face. (laughs) And before you know it, you're reaching for that box of whatever. And I know this is true because at my home, I don't have any of that stuff. I go to visit my daughters, and I think I shared this with you before. I go to visit my daughters, and I go right back to what I know is not right because it's all in there, and I tell them all the time, even though they're little people and not overweight at all, that's not the reason why they don't want to eat some of these things. It's because of all the gunk that is in them that can cause them problems later on. So if I have the normal sad uh, cabinet, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to call your cabinet sad listeners, but if you got this stuff in it, you do, it's a standard American diet, what kinds of things I need to be lo- looking for in terms of what to remove from my pantry cabinet?
0: What to remove from the, I didn't, I didn't hear that, list. what to remove from what, the what pantry cabinet? Yes. Uh-huh. If it comes in a box? Odds are that it's not good. So you want to make sure you're reading labels. You're looking at the, the sugar content, the saturated fat, the cholesterol. Um, But, yeah, if it it comes in a box, odds are that it's not healthy. So getting away from the processed stuff and getting down to more natural whole foods, um, more vegetables, more green leafy vegetables is so, so important. And the beauty of that, Linus, as you know, there's so many different types of green leafy vegetables out there. So if you don't like one, choose another. From Mm -hmm. spinach to Swiss chard to mustard greens to kale. I love kale. You know, they're saying it's the new beef because it has so much iron in it. It truly is a superfood. There's artichokes. I mean, you name it, bok choy. The list can go on and on. But I always tell people when you are food shopping, your cart should look like a Crayola crayon box. You spend most of your time in the produce section and you just put these beautiful colors in there from, you know, deep rich purple and eggplants and and that blue pigment in blueberries. The the more rich the color, the more antioxidants are in them, which is super important for anyone, let alone diabetics but you know citrus fruits and and things like red bell pepper um red bell peppers have more vitamin c than oranges do but yet everybody associates vitamin c with their oranges right but these are the things that you should be putting in your in your in your cart things like nuts Walnuts and almonds, so super super healthy. Um, salmon as well. Salmon's loaded with omega threes, which are important for heart health. You know, and we just talked about cardiovascular disease being a complication, and also mm-hmm. Alzheimer's. The omega threes protect your heart and your brain. And speaking of that, chia seeds. Chia seeds mm. are amazing for diabetics as well. If, if people, I want to ca- caution people, if they are on medication, they want to check with their pharmacist before they, um, before they start taking the chia seeds because it could interfere with, with the medication. So we don't want that okay. to happen. Right. But um, in
1: fact, it- in terms of a lot of the superfoods, you, you do want to just double check to make sure it's okay if you are taking any medication because sometimes it changes the effectiveness of the medication. Uh, but go ahead. I'm
0: sorry, I just wanted to. No, absolutely, absolutely. And and I and I I feel I should mention too that a lot of times with things that are natural, you know, I'm a, I'm a natural health expert. I believe in in natural natural health, but um, it could still have a pharmacological effect on the body. You know, so if someone sees something on Dr. Oz and they say, oh, I have to go buy that. Well, if they're on medication and they're taking Mm. something new, you never want to do that. You always want to check with your doctor or pharmacist before you do anything. Just be very, very careful. Okay.
1: And there was another thing I was going to ask, too, when it came to... um, uh, sugar and how uh, we use that sugar. A lot of times what happens is people get cravings, you know. Um, I know I have my cravings, but I did a little experiment yesterday, and I've done this before, but I have been visiting my daughters because we've been away. I've been away from them for the last few months. I've been doing a, um, a visit with my daughters for the, for about a week or so, and I'm in their cabinet, and I realize, okay, i got to stop this. I, this is not how I normally eat. I, and I started craving all this stuff because I was seeing it. And this is what I decided to do. I decided to go back to my basics that I knew it would take the cravings away. I made a big spinach salad with olive oil, lemon, and bell pepper, avocado, and cucumbers, and some tomatoes. And for the rest of the day, I had no cravings, no
0: cravings at all. Do you know I know what? Well, you said you made a salad.
1: Yeah, it was a spinach salad. Uh huh.
0: Absolutely, green leafy vegetables. Because they're loaded with with minerals. That's why. That's one of the that's one of the examples that I give in in my book on how to um, how to stop the cravings. When we crave anything, it's always the the body's way of telling us that something's off. Like there's a vitamin or a mineral deficiency. So when you start putting minerals back in, the cravings are going to go away. So for example, people that crave salty foods, I always know that there's some kind of mineral deficiency. Always, always, always. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's different there's different types of, of cravings. But your body's telling you that it's out of balance. But the the thing that's most loaded with vitamins and minerals are green leafy vegetables. So once mm-hmm. you put them back in, the cravings are going to go away. Another tip that I that I give um, is with spices. So um, things that are sweet, like cinnamon, cinnamon, cardamom. When you use more of those spices it'll make the cravings for sugar go away. Ah. Isn't that interesting?
1: Yes it is. And and so important because these are simple things that you can take up at the drugstore or maybe the health food store. They don't necessarily cost a lot of money. And many times just using a little bit of these things in your foods makes a huge difference in terms of your cravings and your overall health in general. Now let's talk a little bit about what happens um, with diabetes when you begin to exercise. Why does that have such an impact?
0: I mean, well, you're protecting, for one, you're protecting your heart. You're, you're protecting yourself against the, the complications that that could arise from it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and you're oxygenating your cells, which is super, super important as well. But, um, yeah, you're, you're protecting, you're getting oxygen to the brain, your, the heart. So you're definitely protecting yourself against complications. you have to exercise. everybody has to exercise, and I tell people you can't do one without the other so i have I have a friend she eats very healthy she will not exercise, and mm. I tell her you can't you can't do one without the other. If you go two days without exercising your your insulin resistance will build up. you can't wow. why put yourself in jeopardy of developing diabetes when you know you can easily get to the gym or you can go for a walk go outside and go for a 10 minute walk something to get your body moving that's what we all need to be doing but you can't and you can't exercise and then not eat healthy. I mean, I've seen people that do just the opposite, and and it's just they, they go hand in hand. You cannot do one without the other. It's like peanut butter and jelly, Linus. You can't just do mm-hmm. one without the other, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, that's something else I think that's really important that people understand, that not only can you do not one without the other, but you really have to take a look at – the other things that you enjoy eating that you know aren't really good for you, but you still do it anyway. Like, for instance, when I go to the refrigerator and or to the, my, my kid's house and I see these things that I want to grab, and I know it's not good for me. And you are aware that if you're not moving, you know that's not good for you. You know it's not good to be sedentary. We were not created as stick figures. We have joints. We're supposed to move. Uh, so doing that it, it, movement goes exactly. a long way. It goes a long way. Now, I wanted to talk a little bit about carbohydrates because I think sometimes people don't
0: understand how a
1: lot of carbohydrates can break down to sugar. Also,
0: absolutely. And and one thing I I wanted to mention too with the exercise, when you when you lead a sedentary lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know people gain weight and then it, it becomes like a vicious cycle because um, it prevents the. the the glucose from getting into our cells, the more weight that we put on, the more it prevents that glucose from getting into the cells. So that's why, you know, a lot of doctors, when they um, they diagnose people with type 2 diabetes, maybe they have a little bit of weight to lose, they tell them, that's the first thing, lose the fat, lose the fat, because that, that does not help the situation at all. But if you're not exercising, you're increasing your chances of gaining weight and then it, it just becomes like a vicious cycle. You know, then you have to be put on insulin and you need more insulin because the, the glucose is not getting into the cells and then mm-hmm. you're gaining more weight, which is preventing that. So it's, it's, just, it's just terrible. You know, I, the, the belly fat, people really need to be conscious of getting rid of that belly fat. It's, it's super, super important that they do that.
1: You know, it's interesting because I know there's been awareness out there um about diabetes it's it's out there many times i guess we just tune out or just don't believe it's applicable to us but just recently we've had some shocking news about deaths um in the news and one of them though that was very shocking because i don't think a lot of people knew that he suffered from diabetes was the dj doug banks and i don't know how many listeners here are familiar with him but he was a very popular dj especially in the 80s and 90s and um he uh, was syndicated all over the country. And when he passed, people were so shocked that he mm-hmm. had uh, diabetes um, or they were shocked that it had progressed. And I, I just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about the importance of letting people know uh, what illness you might have so they can help you uh, to stay true to your diet. And I'm not saying that he didn't have that help. And I'm not saying that he didn't know. And I'm certainly not saying that everybody in society needs to know what was going on in his personal life. But I do, I am saying that this is an opportunity for a teachable moment. Uh, Many times people don't even tell their closest friends what's going on with their health. And if you go ahead and include them in your recovery, include them in your new lifestyle, not only may they be able to help you, but they may stop doing other things that they've been doing that might Put them in danger. I think that, you know how they say it takes a a village to raise a child? Well, I Mm -hmm. think it takes a village to be
0: healthy, no matter how old you are. We all need to hold each other accountable for better health. I agree. I agree. And, And, again, that's what, like, you're a health coach and I'm a health coach, and it's just so, so important to have that that support and there's so much information out there you go on to different like meetups they have a ton of meetups out there for healthy living you know whether it's weight loss you know joining a group and and working with somebody who really understands what you're what you're going through you know women that just had babies and they want to lose the weight they're just they're a support system for each other and i and i absolutely uh, agree with you there's so much that we can learn from other people like even for example i i did a presentation in in corporate one day and we were talking about the health benefits of brown rice which is great for diabetics by the way um, super, super healthy. Um, it's also great for warding off depression, which is another complication that could arise from diabetes as well. But somebody mentioned to me, how about purple rice? It's called forbidden rice. And at that point, I had never heard of purple rice. So I went into the health food store and I and I started buying it. I'll 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 switch off between brown and and the purple rice. But again that deep purple color is from the anthocyanins, which is which are very powerful antioxidants. But um yeah, so I mean you you'd never know. I mean even nutritionists and coaches learn from people every day. But there's so much information out there. It's not like we don't have any resources that are out there to give us the information that we need. And it breaks my heart when I see people suffering from this condition when they don't have to. You know, like mm-hmm. my, my dad passing, away he passed away at 63, and I'm wow. thinking – you know, like he should have been in the prime of his life. You know, he should have been traveling with my mom and enjoying retirement. And right. but, but this is the sad reality. And so many people are are dying from complications of this disease, and they don't have to. They don't have to. They just need to get educated on it and and make sure that they're eating the foods that they should be eating and staying away from those that they shouldn't be. This is so true. And
1: I think that, you know, a lot of times what happens is we get so preoccupied uh, with our life and living our life that we kind of go for what is simple, so we just don't have to think about it any longer. And, and many times what's simple is always not what's best for you. But I want to talk about something else that has to do with our lifestyles. Where does stress fall in all of this? How does stress in, impact our, our blood sugar levels, and, and does it, and can that just that alone cause more complications if you
0: are a type 2 diabetic oh absolutely stress causes complications for anybody you know and and diabetics are, are no no different it raises the the cortisol level um, which is pretty scary and and when you have that, then it could damage your heart and as I said before, like diabetes and and uh, cardiovascular disease. Not in all cases, but in in a lot of cases, they they pretty much go hand in hand. But stress affects every every organ in the body as well. You know, just like diabetes does. So even you know, going for walks or or doing meditation or, or getting involved with yoga, we all need to be practicing some form of. Stress management, getting to the gym, you know, that's great for, for stress management because it releases endorphins, which is important. So, you know, it, it's not just for diabetics, you know. I, I almost feel like it, it, there's only one diet that we should all be consuming, you know, a natural whole foods diet, and when you consume that type of diet, then your chances of developing everything from diabetes to cardiovascular disease to cancer, you know, and all kinds of other conditions significantly goes down. Because people ask me all the time, this diet, that diet. No, it's a whole foods, natural diet. That's all you need, natural foods, getting back to the way our ancestors ate. You know, with the Industrial Revolution, when they started developing all these processes and, and they started, you know, kind of messing with the food and, and throwing all kinds of junk in there that people, like I said, can't even pronounce. That's when mm-hmm. all the problems started to extend their shelf life. High fructose mm-hmm. corn syrup is a huge problem right now. And your body doesn't digest it the same way it, di- it digests regular sugar. It goes right to the liver and it causes something called fatty liver condition, So there's another issue. You know, if you're consuming anything with high fructose corn syrup, you need to get away from that. Put it down. Learn to read labels. You know, and and, Mm. and if it's it's healthy, spinach does not have a label. You know, Mm. you can go to the produce section. Do you ever see a label on something like spinach? No, because it just (laughs) contains spinach, right? It's healthy. There's nothing else in there but spinach. But when you open up a box of, you know, graham crackers or animal crackers or, or whatever. You know, pick anything. You know, when you're seeing 25, 30, 40 ingredients, God, you know, you know automatically it's not good for you. It should have like four or five ingredients at the most. If it's got 40, you definitely want to put it down because God only knows what, what's in there. And they're always. Yep. In, it seems like they're always inventing new stuff, you know, new junk to put in there. And they just take everything bad for you under the sun. That's, just, that's I feel that, that that's what they're doing. They take everything bad for you under the sun, these food manufacturers, and they just throw it into a box and they label it food. It's not food. It's junk. Mm. It's, it's, junk. So it's, it's junk. Isn't
1: that interesting? And you know how you, talk, you said about eating the colors of the rainbow. And I want to uh, run a disclaimer with that. Yes, eating the fresh colors of the rainbow is fantastic not eating the fresh colors not eating the colors of the rainbow out of a box guaranteed if it's a a lot of different colors and it's coming out of a box it is not healthy for you because they have dyed that food they have put things in that food to make it look like those colors i saw something the other day that just drove me so crazy Ramona. it just drove me so crazy it was a popular um um cereal i can't remember the name it was might have been tricked or something, and they're talking about how it was uh, now no dyes, no preservatives, no something else. But I'm like, yeah, okay, those things are gone, but
0: it's still bad for you. <laughs> it, yeah, it is. You know, and then even low-fat stuff, they call it low-fat. Well, they're taking the fat out, so they're doing something to the flavor. I know they're adding more sugar to it. How is that right. good? So they're very, they're very, very sneaky, these food manufacturers. And, and a lot of times, once you figure out that something's bad for you, they'll change the name. Like high fructose corn syrup, they're calling it corn sugar. It's the same thing. It's the same wow. thing. But people, they'll, look, they'll say no high fructose corn syrup in big letters on a box. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's no high fructose corn syrup because it's not in existence anymore, right? They're naming it corn sugar. But you see cornstarch on the box, it's the same thing. So very sneaky little ways. Once people really start to get educated and become aware of the things that are bad for us, they always change the name. That's what they do. And you know
1: what? And I want to tell people, too, people think, well, gosh, it takes a lot of time to read the labels and educate me on all this stuff. I really don't have time. But you know what? It takes a lot more time to go to all the different doctor's appointments. (laughs) <laughs> that come as a result of not eating well, to stand in line at the pharmacy to get drugs that are going to maybe take care of one system and cause five others. All of those, that takes time too. And not to mention the fact that if you're on all those medications and you're going to those health uh, concerns as a result of not wanting to
0: change your diet,
1: you're not going to have that much more time to waste. So there you <laughs> you're,
0: No, you're so right. It takes time. It takes money and doctor's fees and co-pays energy who wants to sit in a doctor's office i want to be out enjoying my life and 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 that's it's anything but enjoyable you know who wants to sit in a doctor's office and and consistently not just once a year you know when you're dealing with chronic conditions it's it's a lot more than that and it's just very 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 sad when it's because it, it doesn't have to be that way it just it yeah. breaks my heart. I don't want to see anybody suffer the way that my my dad did. But yet I come across it all the time. Amputations is another thing with with diabetics. Mm. I didn't talk about that before. My dad had both feet amputated because his oh, and he had infections that turn gangrenous. And and amputations that's that's a huge problem with with diabetics as well. Who wants to deal with this stuff? Yeah, you
1: know, who there, wants there's to. This, yeah.
0: Yeah, we're offering solutions. Get get educated. It doesn't have to be that way. There are people out there who have reversed type 2 diabetes. Why can't you be one of them? You know, Absolutely. there's no reason. Absolutely. There's no reason. You have to want I, to.
1: I want to encourage everyone to go to your website and uh, get this wonderful book, Living Well with Diabetes. so much great information that is really going to enhance the overall well-being of your life, but in particular, if you or a loved one has diabetes, uh, this is really a a great gift to give someone, um, to help them figure out ways that they can still enjoy their lives and actually enjoy it better because you will be eating better as a result. You'll be feeling better as a result. So Mm -hmm. as they say, give the gift of life, so to speak, and uh, get this book, Living Well with
0: Diabetes. And where can they find uh, the book? Okay, I'm, I'm going to give you my website. The book is actually not out yet. The, the book should be coming out next week, and it, it will be on my, my website. I'm I'm doing a, a relaunch of, of the website. So there's going to be a blog. There's going to be my, my books. There's going to be a lot of information, membership program as well that I'm putting together. So my website is www.wellnessbyramona.com. And I'll spell Ramona because somehow everybody spells it wrong. It's R A M O N A, and then yeah. it's O N A. And then, if they're interested in um, in the other uh, ebooks that I have out, they can go to store.wellnessbyramona.com. So I have Healthy Food Shopping 101. I have Understanding Sugar and Its Effects on the Body, and I have Healthy Living for the Busy professional. So I love writing, as as you can see. And I also have a book on Amazon uh, called The Health Coach's Guide to Heart Health. Um, It's 11 Steps to Preventing Heart Disease.
1: Fantastic. All great information. Thanks so much. Um, And everybody, um, even if you might have misspelled it, her link is right there on the uh, show page. Click there and go and get Ramona's books. And also check out her social media so you can follow her. Always great advice easy to understand on how you can uh, get well and stay well thanks so much Ramona for being on the wellness journey today thank you so much Linus you have a great day you too I just enjoyed so much talking with Ramona um, so full of advice Uh, When it comes to dealing with the rigors of diabetes, having that personal testimony of watching her father go through that is pretty poignant, and none of us want or uh, people we work with or anyone go through something like that that can be prevented. So if you can, you know, when you get a chance, share this broadcast with someone that you care about. Um, I happen to be African-American, and in the African-American community, uh, also in the Hispanic community, diabetes is uh, huge. And unfortunately, people are dying as a result of um, complications from diabetes and type 2 diabetes, and it doesn't have to happen. Our youth, there's been an increase of type 2 diabetes. We talked about that in the interview also. So this is really important. It's critical. And sometimes it is the small incremental changes that you make in your life that can give you huge results. I have found that when you make some kind of a change in your life that 's for the better on the healthy side, after a while you 're going to want to start making other changes. It just isn 't so right anymore to do some of the stuff you used to do uh, so you start with small stuff you know if you 've never eaten vegetables before, you start with maybe adding a small you know dark green leafy salad, just a small one. Um, at the beginning of your meal or at the end of the meal or maybe before lunch or something. Just that little change right there. And before you know it, if you're doing this on a regular basis, some of those other unhealthy cravings that you might have for sugar and salt begin to go away because you're feeding your body minerals and vitamins that it craves. When we're eating those snacks and sweets and everything else, it might fill us up, but the body is not getting what it needs. And so that's when all the cravings start, and you're trying to find some way to fulfill it. And just like I said with my example of eating a salad, once I had that salad after binging on stuff that I normally don't eat, all of a sudden that craving just went away. But you've got to take that first step. And what's that first step? That first step is making the decision that you want to make a change. That first step is what we talked about earlier. You have a choice. Set the intent to live a healthier life. Set the intent to take responsibility for what you put in your temple and to begin to thrive on those things that you know are good for you, you know, fresh air, exercise, low stress, eating healthy, you know, spiritual renewal. All of these things work together for your ultimate good. And, and that's what we talk about on the wellness journey. And before I go, I want to make sure that you go to uh, my other website, uh, which is uh, Intuition Mastery Summit, uh, www.intuitionmasterysummit. I'll put it on the site there so you can click on it. I don't know about you, but I am always hearing these voices. No, not the crazy voices. <laughs> well, baby, <maybe>, but <laughs> that other voice. I call it the Holy Spirit. Others might call it God, the universe, your creator, whatever you call it. That kind of tells you what it is you need to do, what it is you need to eat decisions on what house you should buy or who you should date or, you know, what's going to happen in the next day. And I'm telling you, whenever I don't listen to that little voice, I always end up making the wrong decisions. So I partnered with uh, Cindy Mezaferro to put together an Intuition Mastery Summit, and it's going on right now. It started on June 1st of 2016, and it's going on until June 27. You can sign up for free right now and listen to some of the premier experts in the field of intuition talk about how you too can enhance your intuition. And no matter when you might listen to this particular broadcast, there will always be something on that site about intuition and ways that you can really thrive and grow and uh, have a fabulous life as we thought of that inner voice, how to develop that inner voice. And we have some experts that are, joining us on this Intuition Summit, uh, Temple Hayes from uh, Unity, um, FN Unity Radio, and Simran Singh from 1111, also um, Marsha Shimoff uh, from The Secret, and uh, Deb right uh, who is, uh, was actually a coach and trainer to Tony uh, Robbins, and uh, Marsha Ryder, uh, who wrote a fantastic book and has been on Oprah many times about dreams and how they can clarify the life that you want, and so many others. 28 experts in the field of mind, body, spirit, wellness, and how to enhance that intuition and what you can do to live a life that's even fuller and happier. I hope you have enjoyed this broadcast. I certainly have enjoyed doing it to you. Make sure you tune in every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're going to have a brand new interview for you from some of the premier experts in the field of mind, body, spirit, wellness. This is Lennis from PraiseWorks, and you've been on the wellness journey. We will see you again next time. Thank you for joining us on the Wellness Journey Live with Lennis Woods Mullins. We hope you have enjoyed our show and look forward to the opportunity to share with you more information that will help you along your journey to total wellness for the mind, body, and spirit.